that reminds me of another amusing anecdote. Tyler. Sean. What's the opposite of Christopher Walken? <laughs> what, Sean? Christopher Reeve. <laughs> Get it? It's because he can't walk because he's dead. It's for reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's the real reason why the joke is funny. Is because Christopher Reeves is dead. I know you to be Tyler because you are my brother. I knew you were Sean because you told an extremely inappropriate joke. Indeed. And if I'm inappropriate and you're a brother, at least one of us is a bro. <laughs> one might say, by proxy, we must both be bros. Proxy? That wasn't by proxy. Yeah, if if, if, if you're a bro, uh, I, I must also be a bro. That's just how the how how the cookie crumbles. Um. uh... Except I've nary a cookie, unfortunately, and now I'm sad about that fact. But let's Oof. let's let's make everything easier. Let's make everything easier on, on ours. Um, uh, what you drinking? Actually, I just poured a very small amount of. Hold on, big yawn, big yawn, big yawn, <sighs> big yawn. Okay, um, I poured a very small amount of Maker's Mark small batch. Ooh. Um. Just a little bit of that straight. It's quite, quite good. This is a surprise from the wife a few days ago. Um, it's phenomenal. It's it's essentially, it tastes just like, um, well, you know, like Maker's Mark. Um, it's Not as big. a little bit, yeah, it's smaller. It's a tiny bit sweeter um, and it, it's got a little bit more kick to it. I think it's like five or 6% higher than just, you know, what you normally get off the shelf for Maker's Mark, but uh, it's what I like. It's closer to cask strength, which is really my speed. Mm -hmm. So I found a new budget bourbon today um, uh, because I was completely out of any type of whiskey. And I was like, we're going to be recording. I need some whiskey. <clears throat> so I stopped by the store on my way home and um, uh, I was looking at for like, basically, you know, the, the, the not the cheapest, but, you know, the cheapest stuff they had that didn't look like absolute crap. And I came across some Evan Williams bottled in Bond 50 horsepower. Mm. And um, uh, it's actually really good. And I may, I said before that Elijah Craig was my favorite budget bourbon. Oh. You um, did say that before. Yeah. But um, uh, I'm going to start getting this instead. Because I like it a little bit better. And it's literally half the price. Like for, Good Lord, how much did it cost? Seven dollars. It was uh, <laughs> after taxes at my store. It was fourteen dollars for a seven fifty. Be many Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it's it's. Pretty I'm gonna good. go try that. Just I I feel like I'm obligated to buy that some of this now. That's no money at all for that. Yeah, I know. If it's it, even remotely drinkable. Mm -hmm. uh, you like it a little bit better than I do. Uh, you can you can definitely taste the horsepower. Um, uh, I had a glass earlier uh, because I feel like utter crap, and so Same. I figured two glasses is what I needed. Um, uh, why not? I had one earlier and I couldn't. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, I couldn't taste it as well in that first glass as I can this time. Um, the second glass, I'm tasting a lot more of the of the alcohol in it. 
Um, uh, and it's not like, you know, it doesn't have like a complex flavor, but it tastes like alcohol and bourbon. That, those are the two things that we're all about when we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I mean, I'm not going to say it's my f- absolute favorite bourbon, um, uh, but it's, it's good. Like it's, 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 it's definitely not bad. <laughs> definitely if you, not if bad. You... For less than fifteen bucks, not bad. It, all you need. <laughs> yeah. And it, I could have got a bigger one. Uh, I wasn't sure if I wanted it or not, but I think it's one Ooh, and a half. Christmas. It's one and a half liters, I think, or one seventy-five. <laughs> I forget which. Um. Uh, it was like twenty dollars. Uh, about that, yeah, maybe twenty-two, something like that. Like <laughs> l- less than a seven fifty. I can get it's a one one and a half or one seventy-five, something like that, for um. Uh, uh, for less money than a 750 of the Elijah Craig. That's like the same price. Uh, one and a half liters of a good stout would cost that much money. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Although a really good stout may be better than this, though. Well, it's fair. Well, I think we, we it's, it's worth addressing. Um, so this week is kind of... Um, obviously, we're, it's, I don't want to consider it filler or a throwaway or anything like that. But this one, I mean, admittedly was a little bit more spur of the moment for us. Cause we had a couple things that we thought about that we kind of had planned to talk about. And we kind of came to the decision that we weren't quite ready to do those topics just yet. So we we're like, let's just find a thing to talk about. And we both kind of went searching mm-hmm. and I found this cause it's something that we've kind of already, we've, we've touched on things kind of jumping around this same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but not quite this, not this, not, not so directly. Yeah. Never a whole article dedicated to one particular thing. Right. Right. Um, uh, and so I didn't finish the article before, which is a very weird thing for us, for me to have not finished the, the reading when it comes into it. You're generally the um, more prepared uh, one. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say this. Uh, the reason why we weren't prepared, uh, our Christmas break leading into season two, which by the way, Hey guys, this is episode one of season two. The Super Whiskey Merry Bros. Christmas. Yeah, Merry New Year. Hey. Season two. Yeah, but our Christmas break lasted longer than we expected it to, and um, uh, I don't know about Tyler, but I didn't do a thing podcast related over the break. <laughs> I did. I did start. Um, I'm officially started a few um, books that I wanted to talk about, uh, but that's neither here nor there. It's all that I did. Oh yeah, one thing that was on the list is Fablehaven. I haven't bought those books yet. Um, so we'll you get can borrow mine. Those at some point. <laughs> oh, there's a game on the list, Tyler, that you got for free. Uh, that we I did. Need, we I need, did. We need to play together so we can do an episode about that. We may we, we may strive to make the next episode about that. Um, uh, I think it's doable if we if we can find some evenings to play it together uh, until recording time. Um, uh, but yeah, <clears throat> but we have a. Uh, either way, though, the the topic of we're just trying to pad this, guys, because it really isn't a long article. Yeah, this may be like our 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 you know, season two episode one. May not be as long as the other episodes. We'll do our best, but, you know, may not be as yeah, long. Yeah, generally speaking, usually when you start off a new season, like, you have... I guess the reason why they're longer is because you know, everyone kind of does what we're doing right now is where we talk about a little bit of content we want to make throughout the rest of this uh, this season. Um, so I guess it's probably not that big of a deal. One thing, let's, let's do that for another second or two, again, because mm-hmm. pad time. It's worth mentioning, we did do something that's kind of goofy um, as far as how people break how, how people would break up seasons of any kind of content and we did kind of stop roughly halfway through our book club mm-hmm. for the sanderson novel 
Um, so we're, we did roughly half of it in the first season, and we're going to do the second half of it in, in this season, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to make things a little goofy, but I don't think things are all, you know, we don't have things uh, um, so tightly grouped together that this is going to make it weird. Yeah, and we also, we had, and we didn't get around to finishing it, because like I said, we start, we, Christmas break was longer than it, we were expecting it to be. And it's not that it, la- it ended later, it's that it started earlier, so there were some recordings that we had intended to make that we didn't get to make, but with the exception of those, uh, we had a fairly meticulous schedule uh, for season one, and that we stuck to fairly well. Uh, we do not yet have a schedule planned for season two, so we will, it's very likely for the first couple episodes, we'll decide what we're going to be doing, like, the day before we record. So bear with us for the first couple episodes. Um, uh, we, you know, we're not good at this. Uh, by this, I mean <laughs> speaking into the microphone, um, uh, talking with words. Yeah. Uh, we suck balls, and also we're not good at podcasts. <laughs> and also, beside that, so we we did kind of going into the actual topic that we're going to be going over. Mm-hmm. We have kind of addressed. Um, people's takes on racism in gaming for in particular they were kind of referring to role-playing games some D style games and we just went over the insane ridiculousness of that um i think at some point uh, we probably talked a little bit about people's takes on on lovecraft's um on lovecraft being racist we probably like touched on it briefly but what we haven't really done and i feel like we have to do this we have to do this in particular because we were both Lovecraft fanatics. I don't think that you could have a talk about Lovecraft and not have someone want to bring up, but he was a, you can't read racist literature because he was a racist and he wrote racist things and therefore you can't read his stuff. And we might actually talk about that, but I think that this article and what we're going to say about it is going to kind of give some groundwork for why we're both completely okay and don't give a crap about the individual as opposed to the art. Um, yeah, this, this is an article written by, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong. And I, uh, no, she's not going to hear it. So I don't care. Elif Batman, Batman, Batman. This was written by Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Elif Batman. (laughs) Elif Batman. Um, so this is an article in the New Yorker and it's actually in a section of the New Yorker called the cultural comment. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) We... We already knew we probably weren't going to completely agree with this. <laughs> Some, something about it. <laughs> yeah, the title of it is called <coughs> Sean's Dying Into the Microphone and I Don't Care. It's a great article. Um, <laughs> the article is titled Reading Racist Literature. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not going to hit all the PowerPoints of this article, I don't think, because part of what this individual is saying i don't completely disagree with because we reach a point towards the end of the article that there's no point in us talking about because it's something that just doesn't pertain to us and we have no insight into it um and sean didn't read it um to where she alludes to how this particular playwright that she writes a good deal of his article about takes a very old uh, and by modern standards, a racist play. By then standards, a play. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and transforms it into satire. Um, mm-hmm. 
and like overloads the racism to the extreme. And she talks about it kind of in the end being embracing that and turning on his head. And sure, that's fine. I don't care. But like the ending paragraph, essentially, I'll just going to read it. How do you rehabilitate your love for artworks based on expired and inhuman social values and why bother? It's easier to just discard the works that look as ungainly to us now as the Octoroon, which is the play in question from earlier that's racist for our times. But if you don't throw out the past or gloss it over, you can get something like an Octoroon, which is the play that's a satire. A work of joy and exasperation and anger that transmutes historical insult into artistic strength. Now, this wasn't the point of her article, I don't think. Generally speaking, your last paragraph should be a wrap-up. It should be the whole thing. But she's sort of saying you don't ignore racist literature because you can make fun of it. Mm-hmm. and I don't think she meant it directly I think she meant to be a little more how do I say this it seemed like she wanted to be a little more coy and a little bit more like sound like you're coming from an educated point be like I'm not going to ignore it I can take it and learn from it and we can turn it into something funny and that is what happened except for that that's not the point that's not the idea at all and we're going to argue with that yeah, because so there we go. Yeah, and, and let's let, let, let's let's be clear here. Uh, this Anoctarune, um, that's a uh, yeah. It's it's a uh, uh, yeah. It's 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 a, a a satire making fun of the Octarune. Um, uh, but I I I'm just gonna go ahead and and right I'll say this. If you see something that you don't like if you think it's racist if you think it's stupid if you think it's boring and pretentious as a, an irish comedian once said about a play um uh, uh. If, you know, what, what, whatever it is that whatever for whatever reason why you don't like uh you know whatever it is that you're that you're doing and you want to write something making fun of it absolutely go for it do it. Means. do that thing yeah um uh, we're we're not saying you shouldn't do that uh, like you know i mean we're i mean we're taking this crap and making fun of it you know why should we be held to any different standard you know we we're we're making fun of this crap if you you can make fun of our crap if you want but it's um uh our our thing is saying no you we um uh uh <clears throat> if what we're saying is just because you don't like something doesn't mean that the only reason why anyone should keep it around is just so it can be made fun of. I think that's, that mm-hmm. is, 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 that's, I mean, that's not necessarily everything we're going to be saying because we're saying that right now. And then as we get into it, we're really just going to be making fun of what she says. Um, yeah. uh, <clears throat> she, she's kind of saying um, here, and obviously like all of her <clears throat> ideas aren't down here. Maybe we're misconstruing it a little bit, but we're doing what we can with what she's written. I'm not going to follow her life's work to better understand what Um, it it she's saying she this sounds like the argument of someone who does like most people of of the intelligentsia she probably does enjoy reading old works that are classics 
and probably gets flack from people she associates with because they're old racist works of literature. And there has to be a point of defending it. Now, what's an acceptable point of defending it? Well, here we go. Here's an acceptable way. I found a play called An Octoroon, uh, which for anyone wondering, Octoroon, apparently, according to this, I didn't research it, but according to what this, this woman has written, is apparently a word used to refer to non-white people. Um, so not necessarily just black people, I guess also uh, brown in general, uh, that light sandy tone, I'm guessing. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure entirely, but that's what she's kind of alluding to here. The Mexicans! <laughs> the Mexicans. Also the Mexicans. You're all included in this one word, fill the unity. Just not us. Um, it, it's, it's, it's like she wants to defend why she enjoys reading this stuff. Um but in a way that's acceptable to people, to the modern day person that finds it appalling. And I think the reason why this just rubs me so aggressively the wrong way is, I'll tell you why I read old racist literature. Um, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of it is. <laughs> I should say, I should say, just because it's old and racist doesn't make it good. But I mean, yeah. it, I, I don't think, <laughs> if it's old and racist, I'm all in. Um Hey, speaking of which, there's a, there's a sentence in this article that I think should be the title of this episode. Oh? It's, ha ha ha, how I enjoy the folksy ways of the niggers down here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can't say that. <laughs> hey, if this, what is this, 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 this Turkish turd can say it, I can say it. She's not any blacker than I am. Sounds <laughs> like, look, she put it in quotes and I'm putting it in quotes. <laughs> I'm quoting the quote. <laughs> For illegal reasons, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> For illegal reasons, it's not. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I don't think it's any stretch to say by the modern, current, new extremely elongated definition of racism mm-hmm. a lot a lot of H.P. Lovecraft's work is racist mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> a huge portion that does not mean it's not good right it <clears throat> doesn't mean that it's bad right it just means that he wrote something very similar to what a lot of people in that time were writing. Reverend! It's worth mentioning a few few people. I've watched a bunch of different um, documentaries and stuff on on Lovecraft. And it's kind of split between some people that say he was racist even by the times. And the other half of people are saying he was exactly as racist as everyone else in the times. And the truth is most likely that he was just as racist as everyone else in the times and also happened to be extremely freaking weird and it came out a little more aggressively that could be the case neither here nor there the point of what i'm saying here is i'm going to keep reading it because it's really good not because i'm going to use it as satire to all of my friends so i can still sound witty and cool and secretly enjoy it just because it's good i'm going to come out and go why why in the world are you reading this it's because it's fantastic and also um uh, let's uh back on the the subject of h.p lovecraft uh, I, 
as far as I know, he only had two contemporaries um, uh, that said he was racist for the time. They said, hey, this is he's a bad person because of his racial opinions. And it was, um, uh, the first person was his, should we say wife or ex-wife? Like, they never got a divorce, but she sure thought they did. But either way, with both. Yeah. His, 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 his wife, ex-wife, um, uh, his ex-wife, wife, um, uh, his ex-wife. Can't think of her name. No, it doesn't matter. She's an idiot. She's um, uh, dead. Yeah. Um, uh, but she, and she was not a good person. Um, uh, and she said that he was that way. And then his uh, another one of his friends who stopped being his friend said he was racist. But the only indication he had that he was racist was the woman told him said, "Hey, you know, you you know, you know, Howard Phillips is um uh, is racist." And he said, "Howard way, Phillips, we just call him Howard." And she said, "Well, either way, he's racist." And um, uh, and he said, "Oh, he must be racist." And let's let, let's let's be be real here. They were like th- th- they were like the the what we today call liberals, um, uh, because it used to be something different. The people that we today call liberals, they, those two people were the most like modern day people, modern day liberals as like anyone else of that time frame. Like, uh, he was gay. Uh, who was that? Who was the gay guy? I can't think of his name. Uh, they were like the closest friends of actually most, with the exception of maybe Durleth or that, the 14 year old boy that uh, he mentored for a while. No, not Joshi. You're talking about SP Joshi? No, Joshi's gay, but he's a different a different gay guy. Well, that's what I'm saying, but you keep alluding to, like, I'm just like, surely you're not getting confused with SP Joshi. No, not Joshi. Um, uh, there was another, another guy. Um, uh, he actually, this dude killed himself, I think. Um, uh, oh. yeah. Oof. Uh, way back in the day. Um, uh, Oof. But he was one of H.P. Lovecraft's closest friends, and with the exception of Durleth and, um, uh, that I can't remember who it was the young like a, a little like fourteen fifteen year old boy that uh, Lovecraft was kind of mentoring uh, for a while. Um, I visited him in Florida and stuff, but with the exception of those two guys, all, uh, Lovecraft more, wrote more letters to this gay guy than to anyone else. And when he found out, or when the woman told him that he was that uh, that Lovecraft was racist, he burned all of his letters. So actually, there's like a like a third of all the letters that Lovecraft ever wrote were burned by this man. Which is shocking when you think about how many we still have. Yeah, but um, uh, either way though, uh, so like it was, it was, it was the people, who, the only people of the time who were saying, you know, this guy actually is racist by our standards, were people who weren't good people, and at least the woman we know was was lying about him just because she was angry. So that, that's worth noting. Yeah, and yeah, you know, it's like I was saying, people in the the contemporaries didn't necessarily mm-hmm. think, and obviously, obviously the the public on Moss didn't necessarily think so because even though he wasn't huge in his time obviously he was he wasn't you know understood for what he was when he was alive he was still mm-hmm. being published mm-hmm. and people were still reading it and they weren't going what a racist of course back then you know who cared but at the same time like <clears throat> if he was considered obscene he wouldn't have been that well re- as well received as he was mm-hmm. so clearly no one thought he was out of the ordinary so when we when we talk about anything in any context i do think genuinely that time frame matters i do think that it makes a difference when something was made now if someone that we knew today being exposed to the world the way they are now wrote a story and said this is my dog guess what his name is we (laughs) 
we all mm-hmm. know what would happen to this guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm also I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this too, like just to show because people don't realize like phrases that we consider to be high and ways ways of speaking, ways of acting, ways of talking that we consider to be so incredibly racist today. Like just fifty years ago, how like normal and mundane they were. People say that just shows how racist everyone used to be. No, it doesn't. It just shows how different the attitude was. You know, not necessarily racist in that in that hey, you're black, so you're inferior to me. But it's you know. But it's like the things that we today would consider racist, no one cared about. And so I'm, I'm going to give an example. I'm going to I'm going to say something. Just keep in mind that this is a quote. If you guys have a problem with me giving this quote, you can suck it. I'm not going to censor this because I, it's a direct quote. And you guys, you know, if I did censor it, you probably would know what I was saying. I'll censor but, the other one, just not this one. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll censor the other one. But like this, one, like just ju- because this legitimately needs to give you guys, you know, everyone listening, an idea of how it used to be. Um, uh, this was after the Jim Clo- Jim Clo- Jim Crow laws were repealed. So this wasn't like a, this was during the days of Jim Crow. This was after it was repealed. Uh, this was very late '60s, early '70s. Um, uh, and. This was this was when when my when my dad was or our dad was was a little boy. There was a black man who lived in town, and my dad always saw him and greeted him by his name. And this black man was when he saw my dad, and my dad said, "Hey," and greeted him by his name. This black man responded to my dad and said, "Hey, hey, Anthony, how you doing?" You know, because that you know he was just responding to his name. That just shows how the attitudes were different. It didn't make this guy mad. He knew that that was his name in the town. He knew that. So now I'm going to tell you the guy's name. The man's name was Nigger Bill. That was his name. I'm sure it wasn't his like actual like birth name. It wasn't on his driver's license. <laughs> but <laughs> but that, that's you know. It may have been on his birth certificate because they probably stamped it, but um, uh, but like that's just, and and like and this guy didn't have a problem with it. You just like you know they walk up to him, they called him by name, and they and he's like, oh hey kids, hey you know, and he was you know he was he was a well, good our, guy, and they they didn't realize what they were saying could have been considered bad. Yeah, because we whenever mm. our, our our father told us this story, he told us as as he got older, he said he felt. He felt terrible about it, and then when he mm-hmm. saw this man later in life, he went and apologized to him. And the guy's like, "That's that was my that's my name. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what my name is." He said, "Of course you called me that. That's all you ever heard was was me telling people this was my name." And uh, yeah, I mean, it's that that's a pretty good example of you know. I mean, I, I mean, times really are different. And and granted, it's worth mentioning. We'll, we'll we'll play. I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. It's worth mentioning that yes, because you someone could definitely combat this and say, well, just because someone's okay with it doesn't mean everyone's okay with it. Okay, sure, fine, whatever. But that being said, it was still much <coughs> more widely received. I mean, think about that that um uh, um oh what was it Chevy Chase and um Richard Pryor Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> And see, Richard Pryor wrote that yeah. for Chevy Chase to say. He and, said, "Hey, I want you to get on TV mm-hmm. and call me the N word." 
Yeah. And but, Chevy Chase was like, absolutely. Yeah. And see, the, the, the thing is, though, that was at just the right time, too, when that was kind of kind of shifting away from being acceptable language. And so it worked out just right so that it wasn't a big deal to hear it on TV. But then also the way it formed, formulated around the joke, and then like you know Richard Pryor threatened to kill him as part of the joke, and it it, 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 it was it was it was it was it was really good. It was fantastic comedy, but it was you know it's it's a joke that wouldn't that wouldn't fly today. Or um uh, this this I will censor. Um I'm going to tell the joke. I'm going to censor the joke. <laughs> um uh, but it was uh, a little bit later into the that was in the 70s. And this is going into the 80s. Um. Uh, when Will Ferrell was on, um, oh my goodness! When Will Ferrell was on Saturday Night Live, and he was talking—I don't remember the exact context—but the 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 joke wound up being, he was pretending to be a black lady, I believe. And he says he was. He said, "Honey, that dress is so scandalous. Another <laughs> couldn't handle it." <laughs> the fact, but that's the thing. You could Will Ferrell said that on live television. <laughs> That man is still making movies because mm. he said it in a time when no one gave a crap. <laughs> and, but also... They he, were giving much more of a crap. They were giving much more of a crap at this time, but they yeah. still didn't give nearly as much of a crap as they do now. Yeah, but e- even if we dug that up and showed it, uh, um, uh, like, yeah, if it was somebody else, like, if it was Norm MacDonald that had made that joke, if he was still alive, right. he'd be canceled now. But since Will Ferrell's on their side, he has a pass. <laughs> yeah, and also out. he was like, you know what, I shouldn't have said that. Because that's the thing, now you have to apologize for things that were perfectly fine back in the day. Mm-hmm. We're getting so far off topic. <clears throat> the, yep. what, what we're trying to really say here is things that were made in a certain time frame with acceptable euphemisms, language, vernacular of the time frame are not suddenly terrible because they no longer meet the standards of the time frame in which we are consuming the content. No one says, I mean, half the words that Lovecraft use, corpulent. When's the last time you heard someone say corpulent out loud? I, I, I use it sometimes. I do too, but no one else does. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, there's all kinds of, of language that he uses that if you said it, someone would be like, what in the world are you saying to me right now? Just because that one, it just, I mean, like, technically corpulent would probably be something else that would get you canceled if you called someone fat. I mean, it's mm-hmm. the same kind of thing. But <clears throat> you shouldn't have to do what this woman is doing. You shouldn't mm-hmm. have to get in front of people and go, no, no, no. I enjoy this because I can view it as something that I could turn into something joyous. It already is. It's already a great piece of literature. What are you defending? There's nothing to defend. You defend it based on its merits of being good or not. Mm-hmm. Not on whether or not people 60 years after it was written decided if it's racist by a different timestamp. What do you like? It's like you're going to turn to Hitler and start burning all the books again. What good is that going to do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it doesn't make, you know, I mean, and that, that, that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, of course, I, you know, there, there were, there were times, you know, pe- people talk about um, uh, this, like, you know, to, a, a forced book burning, you know, uh, as, as, as Brad Stein once said, you know, if Hitler tried it, maybe <laughs> go another direction. <laughs> maybe but, go in another direction. Yeah. Uh, but there, there's something to be said about, about book burning, though, because you know, a lot of people are going to bring this up. Any, you know, the, let, let, let's, let's, let's be real here. Um, uh, there aren't too many, uh, the, and and it's and I'm fine with this. There aren't too many Christians who listen to our show. 
but there's a, a an argument that I've heard from a lot of Christians say, no, book burning is fine because they did it in the Bible. So they brought all of their sorcery books and burned them. And I, this is way off topic. It's just now st- specifically about book burning. But like, yeah. <clears throat> there's a difference between a forced book burning to say, hey, you there, go gather up all these books, take them from people and burn them. And for them to say, for everyone to come up and say, hey, we have these sorcery books and we don't want them anymore. We'd like to throw them in a pile and burn them. <clears throat> you know? Go for it. <laughs> yeah. But. But don't, and obviously, don't take my sorcery books. But yeah. um, um, if, 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 if you're going to look at me and say, well, I no longer like this. And a lot of us agree that we don't like it. There's a good mm-hmm. portion of us that say, this is not good. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you, a separate entity who does not agree with us, mm-hmm. you also must get rid of it. You can bite me. Mm-hmm. It's that's ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, like I have a friend who's really big on, on really big on Call of Duty, and if it was just like you know um, uh, you know who do you go by? Who, who likes what? And then that who makes the decision based on who likes what? Like for example, I say the two worst Call of Duties in the last ten years were Black Ops 4 and Cold War. And the two best of the last 10 years, maybe not last 10 years, last 5 years, I'll say that. The last 5 years, the two be- the, the two worst, Black Ops 4 and Cold War. And the two best were MW19 and Vanguard. And, true, and my friend completely flips that. He says the two best were Cold War and Black Ops 4. Uh, he may say World War 2 or Black Ops 4, but either way. Um, uh, and um uh, and the two worst were um uh, uh, were uh, Vanguard and MW19. And so yeah. so who goes like, you know who, who do we go by? Do we say oh because he doesn't like it, then we have to destroy Vanguard and MW or do we say because I don't like it, we have to destroy Cold War and, and Black Ops 4. How about we say, hey, you play Cold War and Black Ops 4, I'll play MW and uh, Vanguard and we'll all have a jolly good time. It's a crazy notion that people can just do things that they like that aren't hurting other people. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so if, if I pick up a book that you think is racist and I go in the corner and I read it and I enjoy it, mm-hmm. what happened to what happened to everyone in the world? Well, Tyler, the, wor- the world became a little bit more racist because you... <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit more racist. That's what I do. I make the world a little more racist, one day at a time. Um, <laughs> we can only do what we yeah. can do. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, what... I don't understand the mindset, but I do kind of want to touch on give this this author a little bit of credit. Um, I do like that we didn't that she didn't just kind of bend over and say, "You're right. I should stop enjoying things that people nowadays are considering racist." Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, I I you're right. I should just fold to it, and I like defending it, and I like that she's clearly taken some thought into how she can defend it inside of her circle. But where the reason why I actually did want to talk about this article, it really comes down to just how sad it makes me that this has to be done. Mm-hmm. That the fact that she felt obligated to write this is sad. Because she probably did have to, right? She probably had a legitimate circle of friends who were giving her crap because she read something that is considered racist by today's standards. That is depressing. Like, genuinely. Mm-hmm. 
so, so depressing. Sean, quit talking. Yeah, well, I, I was, I was, I was looking for something. Um, uh, uh, there we go. Um, uh, uh, this article made me think of uh, Patton Oswalt's uh, apology that he wrote. Oh my good lord, God! About being a picture with Dave Chappelle. Yes. I uh, God, that man makes mm-hmm. me want to hurt that man. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was it was so stupid, but yeah, like th- that that's that's what this article made me think of. Like it's kind of yeah. getting in yeah. with the like the well, you shouldn't do it. You can kind of, but you shouldn't. But like maybe <laughs> you know. No. Like here's the I, there's no defense yeah. for Patton Oswalt. Yeah, here's the thing. If you get up in my face and you say, Sean, you are a racist anus and I hate your guts, you're a terrible person, you should rot because you're this way and I hate you. I'm going to respect you so much more than I did uh this what what's what what's her name? Uh, Elite Bishman, um, uh, and Patton Oswalt. Yes. Like, I'm gonna have to censor that, aren't I? Might <laughs> <laughs> as well. We're, we're going for the record on this episode. Hey, what? It, it wasn't like it wasn't like um uh uh it, it wasn't as bad as the other one. We kept saying uh fat over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You know, let's go for the gusto. I'm not censoring that. <laughs> so they know what it was that we said. <laughs> uh, I'm all team censorship just for the sake of not having to have it done, but you do you. Well, I mean, like, anyway. I, I, like when I post this episode, I can check a box on the thing that says this contains... <laughs> no, <I'm just> gonna... <laughs> this contains things no one wants to hear. Yeah. But how do we get off on this? I don't know. <laughs> so there's a line in this in this um uh, there's a line in this article that I I want to address also. Uh, she said this. I'm going to read the whole paragraph. These encounters were always mildly jarring. There I'd be reading along, imaginatively projecting myself. Oh, by the way, she's Turkish. I have to say this. She's she's a yeah. Turkish woman. It's important. It's to, worth mentioning. Yeah. yeah, it is important to the statement. Yeah. <clears throat> There I'd be, reading along, imaginatively projecting myself into the character most suitable for imaginative projection. (laughs) It's just so redundant. (laughs) Forgetting through suspension of disbelief the differences that separated me from that character. Then I'd come across a line like, These Turks took a pleasure in torturing children. From the brothers Karamazov. And the thing is, though, here's here's why I find that so stupid that she took offense at that. Here it is. Here it is. Did those particular Turks take pleasure in torturing children? The line doesn't say Turks take a pleasure in torturing children. It said these Turks took a pleasure in torturing children. So therefore, if you say this group of Turks right here, these 11 guys or however many, I'll say there's 11 of them. These 11 guys enjoy torturing children. Therefore, these Turks took a pleasure in torturing children. How's that racist to say that? (laughs) they did these people who are turks did this the rest of the people who are turks do this not (laughs) chewy chewy Uh, well one line i wanted to get in here for this particular episode Mm -hmm. and i wish i could remember this gentleman's name 
That's really escaping me. I follow a lot of Instagram and Facebook pages that are Lovecraft art or Lovecraft themed because I'm a bit of a fanatic. And this one particular gentleman shared an illustration he had done of Cthulhu. And the only uh, caption he put on this, it didn't even really name the piece, so I don't guess it really name needs a name. He just put with the image, a lot of my friends and colleagues have asked me how I, black man, can enjoy Lovecraft's writing so much. What can I say? There's just something about nautical looking Negroes that just gets, gets me going. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, he digs it and he gets yeah, it. And yeah, I'm I, all in. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I get that. Hey, we're at 40 minutes. If you want a little bit more material, I have uh, a video along the same lines that we can go over if you like. A six-minute video that we may potentially take more than 20 minutes to go over. I don't know. I kind of mm-hmm. like that there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's over the whole thing, and if we get more off topic, it's just getting ridiculous. Okay, well, here's what I say. It's very on topic. Uh, the video is called um, uh, Thoughts on the Witcher 3 and Race. No, this is that's gonna be too close to it. It's perfect, but that's gonna be too close to what we already um to what we've already done with that video about the D and D thing, and we're gonna be a little redundant at that point. Well, I will say this: uh, Rags went over that video, and he went over both of these videos, and he used an hour for both of them separately. So, oh jeez. Mm. Uh, do you ever watch Rags? By the way, do you guys out, out there? Do you guys watch Rags? Because if you don't, you should. Also, I have a bone to pick with Rags. Oh, let, me, let me get into his Discord server here. Check us out. Check us out. Check us out. Check us out. Where's his... Where's his Discord server? Oh, there we go. I was saying, it's gone. It's not. It's just a different color now. Okay, here we go. Here we go. November 16th. Um... Here we go. No, no. September 22nd. September 22nd, he said, New Dog Bites video, which is his other channel that makes shorter videos. I'll try and have another out tomorrow. Main channel content is in the works. On the verge of having some big assets finished that will speed up production and look really nice. So I'm sort of waiting on those a little. The next one. Sorry about the mini drought. Doing some work for another burst of videos. Uh, and then blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, that's, and that's it. <clears throat> that was on November 16th that he said that last thing. He's not uploaded a video since that one that he uploaded in September. Oof. But he did upload on September the 22nd, which, as you all know, is Bilbo and Frodo's birthday. It's true. Mm-hmm. We all knew that. Well, it's also worth mentioning that I'm upset that Soviet Womble still hasn't updated, released the newest bullshittery. So, I've been waiting like five months for that too. Man, I haven't watched Soviet Womble in so long. I need to. Is is his Indian fellow still with him? Cyanide. I cyanide. Yeah, uh-huh. if you, I still watch him every once in a while. I catch him on if I happen to be. He he gets on on my drives home a lot, so I'll listen to him in the background. He still plays with. They just played the new Halo game the other day. Right. Hey, um, uh, Halo multiplayer is free if you want to get it. I already have so little time to play games. I feel like when we actually play games together, we're either playing Call of Duty because we never get to play Call of Duty, or we're about to talk about this other game. Mm-hmm. Speaking of it's which, not, like I shouldn't get free stuff, but geez. Speaking of which, do you want to do a couple minutes of one of those two before you go to bed after we're done with this? 
Because for well, once in our life, we're not recording at 6 a.m. <laughs> this is true, and I'm with you, but 9 o'clock is the time I would like to go to bed since I wake up at 4. And if we have wrapped this up, I would like to go ahead and get that done. Plus, while we were talking, I checked, mm-hmm. and the game is actually updating right now. Uh, tell you, big dumb like, idiot, it's 8 o'clock. <clears throat> what did I do? said, so you big dumb idiot, it's 8 o'clock. That is me, I'm the big dumb. Well, man... We said a lot of things that people are going to hate in that video. <laughs> what else is new? <clears throat> did we did we mean to be this when we started? <laughs> like started tonight or started the channel? Both. <laughs> uh, started tonight. We knew it was going to go this way. Started we the did. channel. I think that was the goal. I don't remember yeah. anymore. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We say things. That we know are considered racist, that we know are considered homophobic, that we know are considered sexist. So you guys can point it all out. That was that was a good that was a fantastic reference. If you if, if you got it, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm uh, I was pretending to be Anita Sarkeesian just there. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I hate her so much. I would <laughs> I would I, I turn mm. while we're going for full censorship today. Mm. I do turn into Ike Turner whenever. I think about that woman. I wouldn't mm-hmm. smack a woman, but I'd hit a bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> well, see, it's like, um, uh, uh, oh, what was that man's name? Uh, it's something very similar to that. He was a sniper. And, um, uh, in World War Two, I think it was. And it, I may have gotten who he was shooting mixed <laughs> up or whatever. He was in there. He's like, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. And he was, he was like, um, uh, uh, it was like, like how many, uh, how many men did you kill? And he was like, like three. And he was like, what, you only killed three men and the whole time as a sniper? You were a very good sniper. He said, well, the thing is, I killed a bunch of Nazis, but those aren't men. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think that's what you were going to say. I thought you were going to go for the other, the other references. Oh, the Sean Connery? <laughs> the Sean Connery? I was going to, no, I was going to, because I made a comment about smacking her. They're mm-hmm. gonna be come out the sniper. <laughs> Who's it like? So like you can't like how do you shoot these women oh. and children? It's easy, oh. you don't lead them off as far. Oh. No, I was talking about a real sniper. That was that was, that was from a uh, uh, what was that on? Was that on, was that from Mash? Isn't it? That was Mash. I thought I thought it was Full Metal Jacket, but it could have been Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. I thought it was a it was funny, so I figured it was Mash. Yeah. Well, I can't remember now. I, I was I was thinking of of Sean Connery uh, when he said something to the effect of, "Well, when a when a woman just." keeps going she has to get the last word and then you let her get the last word and then she says she still has to say more i think then an open-handed slap not a closed fist but with an open hand is perfectly appropriate <laughs> you said that direct you said that right in barbara walter's face didn't you? <laughs> absolutely he did <laughs> oh man <sighs> i miss sean connery <laughs> Uh, hey, we've made it 47 minutes. We did. We have to stop talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, no, but here's, here's we're, we're, we're saying a lot of things that you guys are going to find absolutely terrible. And we're doing it on purpose, not because we believe all of them, um, uh, <clears throat> but because, like, you know, like, like I said on an earlier episode, episode two, I think, season one episode, no, season zero episode two, because it was before we did seasons, um, uh, our second ever episode. Um, uh, so we say the things that we say because, you know, we're, 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 we're being provocative. 
intentionally. Like, because, like, if, you know, we're doing this to make you angry and then make you think. Like, do we believe all of these things? Not quite all of them. Um, uh, <clears throat> but it's a few things we've said that we probably aren't actually, we aren't actually going to slap our wives when we hang this up. We really, really aren't going to. Oh, well, uh, you, yeah, depends. Um, <laughs> you do you. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, uh. If we say something boring and bland and you agree with it, then who cares? Yeah, but if we say something terrible, and then you say, you're a terrible person for having said that. Wait a second. <laughs> that, that's that's the goal. That's what we're trying we're to do here. To something. And now most of you people are going to say, you're a terrible person for having said that, and stop there. And I, you know, there's no hope for you. But, you know. <laughs> well, since we're already being terrible people, and we're saying terrible things, how about we wrap up with a joke? <laughs> I'd love to hear it. <laughs> What's the difference between Paul Walker and Betty White? Tyler, what is the difference between Paul Walker and Betty White? Paul Walker hit 100 before he died. <laughs> I had to squeeze it in. Uh, well, it's like uh, this one of the most re- one of the more recent Cyanide and Happiness comics. I don't know if you keep up with them or not. <clears throat> but it was this. It was some men in jail. Two men in jail, they were talking, or a couple men in jail, they were talking. Like, two and a couple is the same thing. At least two men in jail, they were talking. And one person said, Hey, I heard you killed 80 people. And the other guy, the guy said, That depends. Do women count? And they all start cracking up laughing. And then, so it's is that, and then they're laughing, and then it goes to the next, and everyone's being quiet. And then it said, Because if they don't, then it was zero. Bye.